This is your host, Victoria, and in this episode, we are speaking about linearity and the fact that we are not linear beings. I'll be sharing three elements, three truths that explain why we are not linear in order to make us understand it a little bit better. As usual, I would love to know what you're doing, what everything around you looks like right now, what you're up to as you listen to this episode. I love feeling like these podcast episodes are a two-way street, that we are listening to these together, that we are going on this adventure of personal development together. So please take a quick picture and tag me over on Instagram at Victoria Sardane or simply send it to me in my DMs. I would love to feel like I am a part of this listening experience for you right now. And if you appreciate these weekly episodes in any way, shape, or form, if you could take three seconds to give a little rating, it would really make much more of an impact than you could possibly realize. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hi, everybody. Today's episode will be a bit of a follow-up of last week's episode. Last week, we spoke about focus, and I shared four reasons why we struggle to focus and what we can do about it. The episode was really well received and so many of you reached out to share your thoughts and feedback. So thank you. I love hearing from you guys after the episode and I feel honored to be part of this personal development journey that you're on and to be able to provide you these little weekly doses of your personal development. As a follow-up from last week's episode, I recently posted a picture on my Instagram feed sharing four things or five things actually, five things that were helping me in my focus this week, since this week is my last week before traveling, before starting. A lot of travels, a lot of changes over the summer holidays. It feels like holiday, even if I'll still be working, but I'll be working from Europe, visiting family, visiting friends, hosting events. So it feels like the last kind of real week of the year in a way before the holidays and because of that I've really been struggling to focus and I shared five tips that are helping me maintain that focus and one of those elements was this realization that our productivity is not linear. There are certain days in which we will be achieving more and certain days which will be achieving less and when I shared that element it really reminded me of this idea that we are not linear beings And it's something that I wanted to share with you a little bit in this podcast episode. I recently also found this old notebook of quotes that I had. And it was actually a notebook full of quotes that people had said or sentences people had said or reflections people had told me that I had written down in this little notebook. And I completely forgot about it. I found it in my closet and I pulled it out and started reading a few of the little quotes that were in there. And one of them was said by Lauren, who was my yoga teacher when I was living in Australia. And she had said, which I had written down, where you are today 
may not be where you were yesterday, and that's okay. Accept yourself as you are in this present moment. And I remember Lauren being a huge advocate during those yoga classes of saying, look, maybe you could do a full wheel yesterday and today you just can't. Or maybe you could go through the entire class without taking a child's pose break two weeks ago and that's great. And maybe today that's just not possible for you. And it was almost her giving us all permission to not be linear. Her giving us permission to change with time and to not be on this constant upwards journey. And of course, the idea of marginal gains and 1% improvement every day and consistently getting better and better is great and it's a great theory and I think that it's something that feels achievable and motivating for many of us. The truth is that it's more of a theory than reality. And reality suggests that there are so many reasons why we are not linear, so many reasons why a one-line upwards trajectory of improvement is simply not possible for us. So I wanted to make this podcast episode because as somebody who's always been a lover of consistency, my absolute motto a few years back was consistency is key and I was all about having a really consistent regimented routine doing the same thing every day and if you do the same thing every day then you are guaranteed to get better over time and I really lived and breathed that motto simply because it gave me a feeling of control over my life it gave me a feeling of well if I run every single day then I will get better every single day That's just how it will be. It's a mathematical calculation. It is a line, linear trajectory upwards, and it felt almost fail-proof. And I got to a breaking point at some point, and this was when I was in my fitness journey, where I really realized that I wasn't linear. I realized that this idea of, if I do something every single day, I will simply get better day on day on day, was not true. And all of a sudden that feeling of having absolute control over my life came crashing down and I realized actually I had much less control than I thought I did. And I started to explore this idea of non-linearity, explore this idea that we are constantly changing, constantly evolving, explore this idea that yes, we can be on an upwards trend, but the upwards trend can include ups, downs, and everything in between. So what I wanted to share with you in this episode are three elements, three reasons why we are not linear, to hopefully give you a little bit of that permission that Lauren had given me, which was, maybe I could do something yesterday, and today, in reality, I can do less than that. And it doesn't mean that I'm on a downwards journey. It doesn't mean that I'm actually getting worse with time. It doesn't actually mean anything. All it means is that yesterday I could do something, and today I can't, and that's it. So the first element that makes us nonlinear is the fact that we are cyclical. I had recorded an entire podcast interview with Lou Parham, who is a cyclical living coach, and she helps women understand and work with their menstrual cycle. And I loved that episode because she turned the female menstrual cycle, something that many of us women are frustrated with, many of us women don't like. We don't appreciate the fact that The week before our period, we're exhausted, or that we're moody, or that we don't feel the same way every day, or that some days we have tons of energy and the next day we just want to crawl into a hole and not see anybody. And she turned that whole system 
into something beautiful. The way that she explained it, the way that she described it just made it seem almost magical and I thought that that was a really welcome switch in perception. So I will link that episode in the show notes below if you haven't listened to it yet. I really recommend that you do. So that is one way in which we are not linear because we are cyclical. At certain phases in your cycle, you will be less strong. You will have less strength. You will even have less endurance at certain areas in your cycle. We also know that pain tolerance changes at certain parts of your cycle. So something you might have been able to do previously all of a sudden becomes a lot harder. I know for me personally, the week before my period, I'm feeling incredibly sensitive. And even something like a cold shower feels a lot harsher on my system than it would otherwise. And there's such a big shift in our hormone chemistry and our brain chemistry and everything as we go through our cycle and we are simply not the same person. So that is one element, one reason why we are not linear. The second reason why we are not linear is because ultimately we are all one. We are all connected. Linearity suggests that we are an individual split from the rest of the world in a vacuum, and that's simply not the case. There are constantly different dynamics going on within the people around us, with our environment around us, that is changing our mood, changing our focus, changing our energy levels, changing how we act. Something I've been speaking a lot with my clients recently is the natural dynamic shift that comes when we are in a relationship based on masculine and feminine energy. So I've spoken a lot about masculine and feminine energy in previous podcast episodes. I have a few episodes all about it, which I'll link in the show notes below. The idea is really that there's this yin and this yang, this masculine and feminine energy. And when we are in a relationship, there's always one person taking each of the roles. It doesn't mean that one person is always the masculine energy or that one person is always the feminine energy, but at every one time, one person needs to be taking each. And sometimes we aren't changing, but the person we're with is changing. And when they change, the dynamic changes. And all of a sudden we find ourselves in a slightly different dynamic. An example would be, let's say your partner is taking on a new job or taking on a new project and is very much in the focus, hustle, masculine energy kind of mood. In order to balance out his masculine energy, you will by nature naturally fall into more of a feminine energy. That energy tends to be one that is more intuitive, more creative, less focused, less driven, more emotional more in deeper connection rather than linear thinking. And so if you find this change in dynamic within your relationship, you might find yourself all of a sudden being the one who's more in tune with emotions, being the one who's seeking connection, being the one who's more expressive and creative. And you might find a shift away from this drive and this focus that you might have previously been feeling. And so you didn't actually change anything. But your partner changed, which means the dynamic changed, which means you changed. And in that sense, then no, you are not linear. Perhaps a few months prior, you were the one that was incredibly focused and driven and getting things done and taking things off the list. 
And now for some reason, you don't know why, but you're finding yourself in a phase where you're feeling more floaty, more intuitive, less directive. And therefore you might be thinking, I've gotten less productive. Why am I like this now? Because we're changing, we're all connected. We are also connected to everything in our environment. We know that season change impacts us, impacts our energy, impacts our level of focus. We know that what's going on around in the world will impact us as well. We know that lots of other elements of our lives will impact us in different ways. Perhaps you have the natural tendency to overreact when something small goes wrong. Maybe it's something that you've been working on that you're getting better at. But one day you wake up in a bad mood or you're exhausted or you didn't sleep well or something's going on and you fall back into that tendency. Something small goes wrong. You burn your toast or drop a plate or forgot your charger at home when you left the house and it drives you crazy and you fall back into this overreaction. You might be frustrated with yourself thinking, but I've been working on this so hard and now I'm back to square one. And no, you are not back to square one. We are just not linear. We can be getting better and better at handling a certain tendency that isn't serving us. And one day something happens and we fall back into that tendency. And then we learn something, pick ourselves back up and continue. It can still be an upward journey without being a linear journey. And the third way in which we are not linear is because of the pendulum. The pendulum is something that I speak about with all of my clients. It's something that I go through in my group coaching program as well. I've never done a full podcast episode on it simply because I think it's quite a visual analogy. Maybe I'll do a video about it and share it with you guys, but it's really this idea that when a pendulum swings towards the right, it will always swing back towards the left. A pendulum is always swinging in one direction and then back in the other. And if the pendulum swings, let's say, 30 degrees from center to the right, then it will swing again 30 degrees from center to the left. The reason why it's important to keep this analogy of the pendulum in our mind is because it helps us to understand our reactions. We all have many different pendulums within us, and we also have bigger groups of pendulums that are swinging as well. So a simple example would be a pendulum based on work. If it feels like you are working incredibly hard, at some point you'll get to a point where you feel resistance towards doing your work, you're perhaps losing your focus, you're maybe bored, and therefore you swing in the other direction. And then you have more fun, and you do more leisure activities, and you rest, and you do other things that are not work until you get to a point where you have the mental capacity and ability to swing back in the other direction. Of course, we don't want the swings to be huge. The bigger the swing forward, then the bigger the swing back. So if we push ourselves to overwork and overwork and overwork up until a certain point, something will force us to come crashing back in the other direction. It could be a splitting headache, it could be back pain, or it could be burnout, right? It can be something a little bit more extreme. That was a really concrete example around work, but there are other pendulums for things that may be a little bit more subtle, such as your comfort zone versus a discomfort zone. I had a client who had a very challenging adulthood and she was a single mom and it was really tough for her 
and she had to have several jobs in order to finance the family and it was really tough and she was constantly outside of her comfort zone and later in life she got to a point where her kids grew older and she was in a much more stable position and what she's living now is the swing back of that incredible discomfort that lasted years and she's now in a point where she feels complete resistance to pulling herself out of her comfort zone. She wants to stay in her comfort zone as much as she can because the pendulum is swinging back in the other direction. She went so far in being in her zone of discomfort that now she cannot pull herself out of the comfort zone. Another example would be when it comes to obligation. I see this a lot in my clients as well. If we feel like everything in our life is an obligation, we have to go to work, we have to clean up, we have to do the admin, we have to reply to these messages, we have to, I don't know, visit relatives, then we might very well get ourselves to a point where we swing completely in the opposite direction and we say, I don't care what anybody says, I'm going to do what I want to do. And we see a little bit of that within the 30-year-old crisis, right? Or some kind of midlife crisis of just, my life has been an entire stream of obligation. Now I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to go travel the world. And I'm going to quit my life and go move into an ashram. Or I don't know what it is. But it's this feeling of, I want to let go of all obligation and finally do what I want to do. Simply because that pendulum went too far. Too far in the obligation area. So this is another reason why we are not linear because we all have these pendulums within us. Obviously the examples I gave were a little bit more extreme, but we can even imagine one around positivity, let's say. Let's say you're really trying to work on having a bit more of a positive outlook. And if by nature you're a little bit more pessimistic, then it might feel like a true effort for you to constantly reframe your thoughts, to constantly reword your thoughts in order to express them in a more positive way, in order to view things in a more positive way. And maybe you're doing that for a little while and then you get to a point where you've pulled the pendulum too far. It's felt like too much of an effort and therefore the pendulum comes back in the other direction. And you have a day where you think, I just wanna see everything in black. I can't be bothered to put a smile on my face anymore. And then you might think, well, there you go. I'm not able to do this. I failed or I'm not trying hard enough or this is just not who I am. The reality is the pendulum is swinging back in the other direction. And the center point of the pendulum can shift with time. So your center point can shift towards a slightly more positive outlook, but that takes time. In the meantime, the pendulum is swinging back and forth all over the place. And that's something to take into consideration. We're constantly reacting to our inner world as well. Working on something, acting on something, and then feeling a swing back in the other direction. And that is another reason why we are simply not linear. So those are the three reasons why we are not linear. The fact that we are cyclical, especially as women. Second, the fact that we are one, we are connected, we are holistic beings that are constantly in this dynamic with our environment, with our community, with our surroundings, and with the world. And thirdly, because of this truth of the pendulum, when a pendulum swings back, it will always swing forward. 
So that was it for today's episode. There is not a very concrete takeaway, but all I wanted to achieve with this episode is to open your eyes to the fact that we are not linear. I'd give a little caveat with this, and if you are working towards improving in something and you find yourself going in the opposite direction, it might be an area where you can ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself, is this the pendulum at play? Does this have to do with my female cycle? Does this have to do with a dynamic change, either within a relationship or a friendship or within my family or something going on in the world or something going on in the environment? Or is it simply because the tools I'm putting in place in order to improve in this area are simply not working with me, they're working against me? If it feels like often you are working against yourself, you're often hitting your head against a wall and trying to force an outcome that is not working for you, this is literally word for word the kind of work that I do. I was in that position where I felt like I was pushing so hard against myself to create change that it didn't lead to anything. It led to a snap in the pendulum. It led to frustration and resentment against myself. And this is why this is what I help my clients with now. It's learning to work with yourself instead of against yourself. Working with the natural ebbs and flows of your cycle, of the changing dynamics around you, of the back and forth of the pendulum, and how you can do that with ease, with confidence, with compassion, and ultimately be able to use the changes within yourself, that non-linear movement, in order to bring about the change that you're seeking. I have only one spot left for a new client that I will be onboarding this month. So if you think that this is your time, if you think that that is you, then reach out and let's have a chat. I also have two events coming up. I have a retreat coming up in Portugal, which I'm co-hosting with Sarah Marlette, who is a holistic nutritionist known as Nourish Thrive Glow on Instagram. And I'll also be hosting a brunch club event happening in Lausanne on the 20th of June. All the details for all of that will be in the show notes below as well. Have a lovely day, guys, and I cannot wait to find you here next week for a brand new episode. Bye.